0: Hey everybody! It's Drew, and it's Blake, and you're listening to the Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Controllers podcast.
1: Welcome to episode 66. I'm going to go ahead and shoot through our social media internet presence preamble and then we'll hop to it. Uh, you can find us on all the usual places Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have a Discord for, you know, just the casual conversations between us and a few of our followers. Uh, thank you for everyone who. Uh, I actually saw it. Noticed a couple of viewers. You know, everyone who joined in on our Twitch stream last night. We were going through uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. So thank you all for joining in on that. <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. Uh, it's just like what a dollar, and then a three dollar. I don't know.
0: Whatever the I don't, I don't look at it that much, but whatever the default. There's like there's like a minimum, and then there's like another one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just have two tiers right now. Uh, Drew hopefully has added to the Spotify playlist from last week. But we have a Spotify. I totally forgot. We, <laughs> we have a Spotify music playlist. I'll do, that. Where,
0: I'll do that now while you're talking about
1: it. Where Drew adds uh, when every band and song that Drew recommends for people to listen to, he adds on a playlist that you can find. You can also find the podcast on Spotify as well. Now, uh, right now, you probably hear a light bit of music being played is our uh, bed of music, which we get from a few uh, of you know a few people. And if you would like to submit to have your music played on as either a recommendation from Drew or put in as the intro music here, you can email us at the number two smoke controllers at gmail.com. We also have a lock stock store where you can buy t-shirts. A very flattering pair of underwear and a couple other things. And we're, you know, we're adding to it. Now, a bit of self promotion on my part. We have a brother podcast called Action, the movie podcast, with me and our good friend Steve Wedding. And uh, Drew is the producer on that with the occasional voice as well. And I have. Published a short story myself through uh, Amazon. It's called "They Come This Night." Now feel free to you know buy it, but if you have uh, Kindle Unlimited, it is free, and if you don't, the purchase is just a dollar ninety-nine cents. You don't.
0: Think that's probably it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and um, links to all this can be found in the show notes if you don't want to try searching out for yourself, which is fair. We do try to make shortcuts and make it easier for everyone to enjoy everything that we're doing. With that, um, time to jump into our first game.
0: Yeah, we got. This episode, if you follow the the format of our podcast, this episode is two games and a movie pick from Blake. And he'll take over with the, we'll take back over, I guess, with the developer of the f- name of the game and the developer of the first game.
1: Oof, the first game that we're doing is called Typo Man Revised. originally was a Wii U exclusive back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And so this revised version came out uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think it came out I think in December.
0: The month don't matter. We yeah. Enjoy. Anyway. You're- <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's been released on a couple of different things. Like I said earlier, it was Wii U 2015 exclusive and then it came out on Windows in 16. And then it became Xbox One and the PS Four in twenty seventeen. So I'm assuming that their revised version is just it being ported, and they're cleaning it up and getting, you know, adding all the stuff. That some extra
0: content, probably.
1: Yes. Now it is uh, developed and published by Brainseed Factory. They are a German-based company with eleven people. And thus far, they've only made three games. They, their first game, I believe, was called Squishies. <laughs> it is a single-player VR... Actually, no, I think that's their second game. I think Type of Man is actually their first game. Their second game is Squishies, which is a single-player VR platformer. Where you're Squishies, where you're just these little bouncy, rolly squish head balls. What what, VR
0: like, like, uh...
1: PSVR, Quest, and all that. Okay, it's on everything. So, as far as I could tell, I think it's on everything. And they have a third game that is, uh, as of twenty eighteen, was an early production. I couldn't find any more notes on it. So, I think they're still working on it, Hmm. which is fair. It's just eleven people, so they got to do what they got to do and still maintain real jobs. But it's called Spirit of the Axe, and that seemed to be more of a uh, how you say. Like, I think it was a. three D action adventure. I think they were kinda of going a bit bigger. Going oh, bigger. Okay. Is what it looked like, but yeah. it's been a minute. And unfortunately it's kinda of hard to find a lot more information on these guys, these smaller small, companies. Small companies. That's definitely. really all I got. They're a small group of eleven out of Germany. They've made three games and they're making more. Right. Thank you guys. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Um so Typoman itself is a 2D side scroller platformer word puzzle puzzler 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 and uh, that's about it <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding uh,
0: it, it's definitely made probably in the it had to be somewhat inspired by um, uh, I'm blanking uh, Limbo a little bit it has a darker aesthetic like Limbo it doesn't really have Limbo's graphics but it does it have a darker aesthetic like Limbo I, would, I, would, I say just Limbo and not Limbo and inside because they have the same kind of vibe, but not the same aesthetic. Because this kind of looks more like a... Because you are just a, a letter.
1: Well, you, you play st- as a letter. You start out... Because the whole world's based on words and letters. Your character is, starts out as an O. Then as you... Like in the opening prologue, you gather all your letters and your name is your, your hero. But the H is your arms, the R is your legs, the E is like your.
0: Well, don't you got? Don't you missing your two arms for? And you get one arm for a while, and then you finally get another arm. Yeah. Part of the part of the thing is chasing down your uh, like these, you these, rest, mon- these monsters are like the, the bad monsters or take
1: have your other arm. Yeah, and you're trying to get your, put yourself back together whilst doing everything. Because it's just kind of like your standard. At first, it's your standard puzzle. You're like, oh, make the word. Bridge to make a bridge across. It's not
0: standard at all. It's not, yeah. His standard puzzle is like running and jumping and it's pushing true. a block somewhere. That's standard. What's cool and unique about this game and why we bought this game? This is actually a game we purchased, not a Game Pass game, or not just a Game Pass podcast. I promise. <laughs> uh, it's a game we purchased because the trailer was really cool. Is uh, the unique aspect of this game is using words to make there's and not not just you make things. There's other words in the world that represent the object that they are. Which looks really cool, and they use the, like artistically make the word make the item a lot of the time.
1: It looks really neat. Yeah, like the word bridge is a bridge, or you have like a a rotating platform that says tilt, mm-hmm. and you have to like fit, make it say tilt in order for it to start. Mm-hmm. You know to complete uh, its
0: pushing like. Things together to make power. Well, I forget which word you use to make power. on on. Yeah, of
1: course, I guess yeah, on, on. on off and push an O to an N. It turns on. It it'll turn a machine on. It's pretty neat. And there a separate couple of the puzzles actually end up having multiple ways to go around them. Or what's that thing called? The user, not user interface, but the context of which the the AI knows what words you're trying to use. Yeah. I, there's a word for, it, but I honestly don't know it. I heard it in a podcast recently, but I was like, "Oh, that's a cool name." I wish I, I just, I can't remember it. Hmm. But like, you can use. There's a, a puzzle that requires you to, to lift an elevator, and now you can say lift, rise, elevate, go up. Well, you can't say go up. That's like, that's two one, words. One word, yeah. But you could say all these. You could diff- maybe say up. Or arise. Arise. Yeah. yeah there's a couple because the it, it, it's vocabulary of what you can do is pretty extensive, and I, that was pretty fun to deal with. Yeah. And but for the most part, a lot of the puzzles were fairly straightforward. But you also have this whole combat thing where the words have nothing to do with the puzzle per se. They're just a way for you to survive from being attacked by monsters.
0: Yeah. You don't really fight. You run from. Run from everything, and the words are the words of monsters are like
1: uh, evil and stuff like that. They have different names. What they are uh, bad. The the quote unquote bad words are like hate, fear, gorge, and like lie. You know, just like you know, bad words. Yeah, you know, evil sounding words. And they
0: make they make evil these evil creatures that try to run
1: and just they really just murder you when they catch you. Yeah, the and some of them are. Some of them you can't defeat other ones you have to trick into defeating themselves sometimes what's that um what about the uh, the worm that hides in the ground
0: that's 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 the
1: gorge Is that gorge and you what do you put what do you push into his mouth a d a d turn into gorge duh as in past tense and it just dies oh yeah it becomes <laughs> past tensed so yeah. it's it's dead yeah, that's pretty cool so it, it is very clever yeah. and uh, well it is clever in a lot of its things. A lot of things are clever when the first time you see them, the game does, they don't, they don't keep
0: re-innovating. They don't keep re Yeah. Innovating throughout. They do and to kind of lean heavy onto the same. Same. The same. Sh- schnick, stick. I guess. think yeah, you'll, you'll solve a lot of, a lot of similar puzzles, kind of almost all always using the same words. Maybe they expect you to try different words, but like the puzzles can be solved a lot of them the same way. Like you see that worm two, three, four times probably. And you just like, Oh, I'll just push a, a thing into it. And it's
1: done Would they? do get is uh like i said earlier there's a thing called a lie mm-hmm. and what what that'll do and this is how they get some of their puzzles i remember one in particular with gorged was you didn't have you didn't have access to the letter d but you had to you had to make a word i forget the exact word but it was make a word and then create a lie and then pff- Hit have the the lie hit your word yeah. and change it to its opposite. Which well,
0: the, had, lie, the lie is a little monster, little monster creature that runs, that walks towards and devours words, and then he changes the words to their
1: opposite. Yeah, and so, so that's that, that was one of the things we had to like think outside the box quite yeah. a little bit. That was one that had me stumped for a minute, but I did. We did use a guide, I didn't, you did too, didn't you? Yeah,
0: kind of had to solve it some of the because you know, we're not. I think I've probably done the pockets before. I'm not, not a huge fan of puzzles. So I don't want to sit around for 45 minutes trying to figure out a puzzle and I could be finishing a game.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. We, i speaking of finishing the game, I beat it at uh, seven hours. Do you know what, what your time was, Drew? God, that's three hours. I've fallen asleep or I something. I don't know. Well, fall, and you can't pause. And I got to walk the dogs and stuff. Yeah, but I got to beat the game. In Three hours? Well, you're jumping to the end of the game already. I'm not jumping to the end of the game. I'm just saying that's way my time. I beat it in.
0: Yeah, guys done it in three hours. I think mine was might have been one sitting. I don't remember if I played this one. No, I will play this two nights. I think I did the halfway mark. Forgot that because the game's done in three acts. I think. I think I, I think I got to the end of Act Two in one night, and I was like, I was tired, so I came back to it for a second sitting, and wrapped up the end of the game. You didn't, however, we don't. Get, neither one of us got all the. Uh, achievements because this like like limbo this has a a no dying achievement you can have five deaths or less which might actually be the limbo achievement five deaths or less or is it three maybe i think it's three or five in limbo no dying i was like i'm not doing no dying achievements i'm just not doing it and there's a heavily grindy achievement on the end i didn't do and there's the unburnt you get that one. That's the unburnt. Is the is get to the fire without getting burnt. I didn't retry it. You said you, I, I never did. You didn't want to go back and redo it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh crafting 300 words, which I was probably pretty close. And you get if you play the other. There's a mini game you have to grind out of called the atomizer mini game, which even the guide says it like triples the game time it takes just to play that mini game. And then in that mini game, you would earn the rest of your 300 words. So it kind of kind of piles on top of itself. And I was like, I'm not doing all that extra work if I'm not getting, the, I'm not doing the no die, I'm not getting the 1K, so I'm not going to do the extra work it would take to to do all that. So that's why why we didn't actually get the 1K in it, but close enough, I mean, we beat the game too. A little more motivated to beat a game when you when you purchase it. Oh, for sure. Not yeah. I that I wasn't having fun with it and stuff like that, but. Like the and Speaking of the burning part, what was uh, the whole... I know you're
1: running from... Something's chasing... Or the fire's chasing you, actually. You're it's like to... a like a laser beam or something. I forget the exact inciting incident, but it was a laser beam or a fire started, and then you have to run through the whole thing without dying and then without catching on fire once. It's just, I think it's two separate achievements. Yeah, there's one where you're po- you get poisoned. Oh, yeah, for not for not curing your poison and finishing it and then not being burnt. So it's near yeah. those two.
0: You get poisoned. These like creepy uh, tentacle things pop out of the wall sometimes and they, they poke you. They go Whick, and they stick you. But well, they look shaped like syringes. You know, they're syringes and they stick you and your whole screen gets all wobbly. And it's, it's being poisoned. If you get stuck again, you die. I'm, I, I don't, everything else kills you instantly. I'm not sure what the significance is of that. It's give taking, you a chance. Taking maybe. two hits, I guess. It's very strange. But this whole point of this is that achievement is you get stuck at the beginning of that thing. A, you can cure your you can cure your poison by using good words.
1: I was going to mention those. Here those shortly. Those
0: also protect you from the syringes. Like you say, good, happy,
1: love, care, safe. Yeah, always, it's always always four-letter words, right? It's yeah, a lot of it is four a lot of word. four-letter words. So yeah,
0: so all, you usually can push those together, and you get a white light. And it'll cure your poison and protect you from those. There's parts of the game where you're pushing words, safe, nice words through like bad places with so the syringes like the, and use the poison mists yeah. and stuff. And like you have that to like Jump out of the safe, get stuck, and then run and make this jump and land on, on another safe where you get stuck again. It's those parts get kind of complicated, but this part here with the fire is you get stuck and you're supposed to like run the gauntlet here and not not cure your poison while you run the gauntlet and also not get caught by the fire. Like, I got through, like, I got like I guess I got burnt somewhere, but I still I didn't never cure my poison so I got to the end of the thing. Obviously, I popped the poison achievement, but didn't pop the burn, and I wasn't going to like redo it just. To... And if you learned the you learned the sequence of jumps and stuff like any platformer, it wasn't really it wasn't even really that bad of a section. So i just not had any intention of going redoing anything in this
1: game if I didn't have to. No, me, me either, either. Because it did a uh, messed up thing for me is uh, the fire caught me, but the fire didn't kill me. I ended up missing a jump and dying. No, maybe the fire did kill me. It killed me before I died from the fall. I forget exactly what. Yeah. Uh, but when I had respond, i responded respond cured of my poison, and I so thought you didn't get the poison achievement. No, I didn't get either. And I was like, nah, I'm not doing that again because I, I was mad headed. Because <laughs> and, and I sure, yeah. It was because I had gone past the point of the cure. So it was five achievements you didn't get, probably. There's I mean, a, four I didn't get before yeah. I said. There were seven I didn't get. Cause I didn't get all the I missed one quotation near the beginning. Oh, so the quotations are just the the collectible. the collectible of the game and they're saying they're,
0: they give you some lore I think of what's going on in the world. the whole game's kind of about oppression and stuff like
1: that oh well, yeah the it's the uh, the entire story is nonverbal too yeah. it's all just kind of acted out and you kind of infer most of your information, okay. if not all of it mm-hmm. do we know what the big uh big scary thing is it's
0: chasing you the really the entire game and then you fight it it's the last boss I mean, I'm not entirely sure it, even, it's that.
1: got like a, a despair or something it's yeah, it's a big old because you have monster. that thing and then you have the I guess your mentor protector that helps you occasionally and that's hope or no that's called I think it's called hope.
0: Hope, they, they, with wings, it flies around and like saves you conveniently, conveniently
1: all the time. Mm-hmm. It's hope and despair. So maybe it's maybe it's something to do with mental anguish. I don't know.
0: I think it's, I think a lot of it's oppression. There's, yeah. a lot, there's a
1: whole lot of oppression stuff in the in the background stuff because yeah. you have to you have to pay attention if you want to the full story. You can probably play through a couple of times and see because there's actually quite a. Good bit of story that gets told just in the background, just the the devastation of the landscape. I, mean, I don't want to spoil that for people.
0: I don't think this game is really about story. Yeah. For being honest about the don't use the using the words for puzzles. Um, it's not very long. It's obviously not very long. Yeah. Do you want
1: to uh, talk about the last boss a little bit? I died on it on a, a, a few times. I died on I think three times just because I didn't have the. The timing down because it's the exact same timing every time, and I didn't know what the timing was. But you have because two things: you hurt the because it's a it's a word monster that's absorbing bad letters, Mm -hmm. bad uh, you know, constantly being fed the exact same letters to make the several different bad words, and every time a bad word gets put into it, it can like do an attack or like restore its health or restore functionality they will think it heals but it restores itself it keeps itself going and there's a, a kind of funny achievement in the last boss because as you're fighting the last boss it does all the things and its power runs out and the whole time the bad guys are feeding it the letters and you are feeding it letters too but you can feed it a good word and you feed it a good word you do permanent damage to it and you break it apart but you can actually feed it a bad word for an achievement. Uh-huh. It's just called oh, you shouldn't say those bad things or something like that.
0: i can look at it real quick while you keep talking.
1: And so like, that was I thought that was a pretty fun one uh, achievement to get. But called hypocrite, craft an evil word in the final boss fight. Oh, hypocrite! Yeah, hypocrite. And so it's you know it's kind of like your standard big boss with like. Two arms. It's kind of like in front of you. It's just
0: doing smash attacks and fire attacks, and you got to run across, got to run below it when it's doing like a fire thing. There's like an underground part. And then it like shoots fire in
1: there. I think it's, I think it's electricity. Electricity goes through because it, it arcs through the tunnel. And if you're so in the tunnel, you get, get got.
0: As you run across the top, where it's trying to smash you, and I think maybe burn you, and you run up to your little panel. We didn't really mention the panels. There's these panels where you get to craft craft words. Yeah, and you can throughout the game for the for some of some of the larger puzzles. This has one of the panels where you're trying to craft a good word, but you're under attack because they can hit you while you're trying to craft a word. And you're, the letters you're given seem somewhat random. there's like certain set is. set batches of letters, and you're like staring at the letters trying to find a good word in there, and you get, and he'll kill you, and
1: then you will restart. That's through. one of the kills I got because I didn't know one of the because it's one of the safe words I hadn't used in the in the game, mm-hmm. and I was like, what word am I looking for? Because I was looking for the like, love and say you no, know, I think it was like love and care or the and hope were the ones I was looking for, and then my word ended up being safe, and I was like. I've never used that word in the entire game, and so I ended up dying on that particular part. Yeah, you can you can die Pretty five quickly. times
0: on the last boss just trying to figure out which word because the the letters are scrambled on the panel, and you got to pick that out of the panel which what's your, what's your word, letter your letters to make
1: your word, and then push them onto the uh, teleport. Do you push onto teleport, or is it just activate as soon as you bring them out there? Oh, I thought I you know. had to push them. Maybe I gotta push
0: them. You only gotta do that and they used to do that in a sequence of three times so you get some kind of more aggressive where the pattern changes on round two and then round three and then he's and then he goes down, and that's pretty much the end of the game. And pretty much yeah, it's pretty much the end of the game. Yeah. It was a big it was a big big kinda It's a big boss fight. It's definitely – you don't do anything, you don't do anything else like that boss fight. There's no other mid bosses or anything. Because everything else in the game you end up running from
1: this is the first, the unless this is the only time you ever really kind of... Running from or you trick it into killing itself like with the Gorge and a few others where you get them to run into a, a letter and it finishes them off. That's the part where you have that turret, turret gun
0: too. Are you shooting people with, are you shooting enemies with that turret or that gun is, you gotta put...
1: It's ha ha No, um... was When it ha? It was like laughter? Ha, ha 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 I don't remember. I don't remember that being laughter. There was one that you had to shoot music notes at something to finish it. Music notes? Yeah, is that this
0: game? What crap, is it? <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no like music. Uh, mu- well, there's music in the game. There's no like, there's no
1: music themes. Like, no, no, not the game's not about music. I don't remember. Maybe you did. I mean- oh no! Okay, I think I remember what it was. It was this thing, but what you were fighting was a conglomeration of sound and letters, and you had to had to you had to cork it by shooting, blasting its like open spot with like an A, and the A corked it, and then it just, it starts to swell up, and then it exploded with all the letters.
0: I think I remember, I think I remember the sound it, thing. You, you know? kind of remember that Yeah, now? Plug plug in the plug in the thing. So it,
1: yeah. It was like plug it with... I think it was either an A or an O and you plugged it and you corked it. And then you you had to do it three times. It was like bottom, middle, and top. And the middle one was obviously the hardest. Yeah. And then it exploded with all the the letters because it couldn't expel them anymore. That one was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: Loosely, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been a minute and the game is... It, it though is enjoyable it's not, again we, I'm not super great at puzzlers so they're not always my favorite
0: puzzle platformers yeah.
1: <laughs> cuz I'm a little dumb
0: <laughs> huh anyway uh we did So we did purchase this game but we don't we don't we don't buy anything at full price this game is 9.99 normally i say if you are going to do everything and get the 1k and maybe play it multiple times i mean it's 10 i think, bucks it, I think bad. it's bad 10 bucks is not bad for this game at all, at all i wouldn't say I would say. Well, I said I wouldn't say. We probably paid less than that because I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, we're cheap.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure we bought it at a
0: like two dollars or something.
1: Yeah, fifty percent or seventy five percent off sale for yeah, sure. So,
0: that sounds cool anyway. I think any anybody who likes a platformer and, and a puzzle here and there wouldn't would enjoy it. Maybe maybe more than we did. I didn't hate it. I I wasn't like ugh. I don't want to play this anymore. But it's because I think it's because it didn't. It didn't drag. It didn't stick around longer than it needed to. I think if we tried to do the other, word yeah, we, thing, we would. Been, it would have been. We've been hating it by the end of it, probably. Way more annoyed. You for know, sure. Some achievements. We talk about achievements that can ruin a game, a game you kind of somewhat enjoyed.
1: Are you ready to move on to our our next? Yes,
0: our next game, is is or was on Game Pass. It's a it's a game we jumped on that was leaving uh, leaving Game Pass, and we'll get in. Uh, I'll Let Blake talk about the. The developer for this one.
1: All right, so the game we're talking about is uh, fairly new, actually. I, I think it just turned a year old. It's called The Wild at Heart. Mm-hmm. Came out on everything, May twentieth, twenty twenty one, and it is developed by Moonlight Kids, and they are a collaborative indie studio. They don't actually have a building; they just it's they're strictly an online studio where they communicate with one another. And you got folk. uh, There's six people, and they're uh, I don't know who's from where, but they're from. You got from Portland, Oregon, Atlanta, Georgia, and Spokane, Washington, all over here in the uh, in the U.S. And they just don't have an an official studio. They all just work at home and send stuff and be collaborative over it.
0: Yeah, save you a lot of money not have, not having an
1: office. That it will. Uh, they've only been around since 2018, and this is their first game.
0: Hmm. It's not bad for a first outing.
1: It's really not. Honestly, it's really actually pretty good. Now, The Wild at Heart is a an, an open-world uh, exploration-adventure game,
0: I would say. Yeah, with, with, with puzzles. The light, yeah, with some puzzles. Always puzzles. All games got puzzles, it seems like.
1: After, at the year mark of when the game came out, so we actually got to play the best version of the game when we played it, which was lucky for us. Yeah. Because, you know, our update was called the Field Guide Complete version. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a year of them complaints and stuff. And they finally... And they But they didn't do... They just put out one huge update, which included a lot of stuff. Some of those things were, first and foremost, were at difficulty settings. Because it, it didn't have a difficulty setting. It was just standard all the way through. So the Wanderer difficulty, the Ease difficulty, was added in hmm. after the fact.
0: Which is what we both picked, I'm pretty sure. Oh, sure.
1: As well as... I never used them throughout the game because it didn't really bother me too much. But you had the, the Recall Waystones, which lets you regroup with all your people. Now, you could do it at, like for whatever, but this lets you make sure you pulled all your your things together. I'll get to that here. Yeah, I,
0: ra- I rarely, yeah. like twice ever, that I care enough to that. I wouldn't just spawn new ones. We'll, we'll explain that later.
1: There was also a Wait for Night option was added that wasn't there.
0: No, I can see why that would be helpful. Mhm. That in-game stuff.
1: The accessibility features were added uh during this so that was like uh toggling your your vacuum uh you control the throw and throw sensitivity as well as um but basically those things. <laughs> and oh, one of the other thing was a uh to allow for a higher contrast to let the all the colors in the world pop a little more. Yeah. And then uh, one of the other sillier ones were, uh, it let you because one of your collectibles in the games is one of your cohorts uh, has cats. And one of the added features was allowed you to pet the cats when they came back to base camp. <laughs> that was just a silly little feature that they added. They made the map better. Because yeah. the map was just kind of boom there, but they 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 cut away some of the excess that you couldn't even get to, mm-hmm. and they included the little white dots that showed you that this went to that, this went to that. So otherwise, you didn't know you were having to guess. Okay. So they did make the map better. And the uh, do you remember the enemy type, the Fay flies? Yeah. Uh, they added in the function that let you destroy their 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 spawn point. It wasn't there originally. Did
0: it break it originally? Mm. Hmm. That's weird. So we just keep spawning it. Well, so it's what spawned two or three at a time, like, probably.
1: I th- yeah. I think at most it spawned was four. Like mm-hmm. you, I, the most I could ever get to spawn out of one. Because at one point you have to, one of the side quests is to kill a couple of them. But as I thought, that was like, that's quite a few things, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, to, they, they're listening. Oh, the other thing, too, was they increased the length of day. The, the daytime because always day, the game has daytime nighttime cycles and in every game i've ever played that has daytime nighttime cycle daytime is over so fast and night lasts forever and i don't understand why but it's every game i never feel like okay this you know nighttime always lasts longer even this when they say it says slightly increased length of day and i was like why what why do we, people hate the daytime so much i don't understand and the The last thing that they added was you have a heal thing from you. You can eat you know foods and potions, and for the longest time it healed both of your playable characters, and apparently that was a glitch. It was never supposed to do that. They fixed that at this point, and that you can only heal one at a time.
0: Hmm,
1: Okay, and so they thought that. I mean, they're listening. And yeah, so there, of bunch of stuff. I thought that was pretty cool that you know that we we'll we we got to play the best version of the game. Anyone who plays it now will play the best version of the game. It's just automatically there now.
0: Mm. So you don't play games when they first come out. Yeah, you. you Everybody talks about oh, pre-orders help games so much. We got to get companies not leaning so heavily into pre-orders because when you you got to get a the modern game. The modern game is not ready to be played when it comes out. Or stop rushing developers to put out their games. Yeah. Just, there's plenty of games in the world.
1: Just wait. mm Hmm. Now, do you remember any of the music? Did any of it stand out to you?
0: I didn't write it down, but uh, I thought, like, did you look... You have to look up who who did the music, because some of this music sounded to me like uh, that other game we just we, we did not too long ago, uh, Haven. Mm-hmm. Some of the soundtrack on this, every now and then, kind of sounded like a bit of the Haven soundtrack. I don't know if that was just like a coincidence or what, because I really like the... uh I like the Haven soundtrack and I forget it was like a guy named Danger or like a person. I say guy, but it was just a person, I think that was named Danger or something like that that did the whole did the whole soundtrack for Haven. I know you can't look it up on the fly now, but I think it had some pretty pretty decent music, if I'm being honest. Like I actually uh I like the way it sounded, like the way it changed 'cause it would like it would change to uh, let you know when the time of day was, was 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 shifting. So you kind of know to kind of pick up your pace or start making your way towards a, a camp or something like that. Just just by the just by the type of the music was changing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Because uh, it would give you a when we'll get into the fact in a little bit. But nighttime was a little dangerous for you to um, to roam around, and it would give you a music. And then as well as like in the background a uh, ticking clock and it would get louder and louder and louder kind of Peter Pan and the crocodile style Captain Hook and the crocodile style my bad uh, and it would get louder and louder louder and then you'd hear a gong and then it was nighttime so they, they were really good with their audio and sound effects.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. now his name the gentleman who did the uh, the music his name is Amos Roddy and he's uh, out of one of the fellas out of Portland and oddly enough he has done some music specifically the Phantom Fable original soundtrack from Steven Universe because he has a whole band camp dedicated to everything that he's done music oh, in
0: that's cool Yeah, I liked a lot of the stuff I was hearing doesn't like like to change my life or anything or I'm going to like listen to it again but like I enjoyed it while I was while I was playing the game let's see here
1: Kingdom
0: yeah
1: Yeah. it's like three different Kingdom games I guess DLC and Other Waters Cloud Gardens Citizen Sleeper Cloud Gardens Volume 2 some Distance Steambird Alliance it seems to be a lot of uh, I think video games who knows yeah some OSTs so see I think it's video games
0: what uh what did you think about the the art? I wrote mind, I actually wrote a note in my from for the art and I said it kind of looks like a it kinda of reminded me of a Leica movie. Yeah, I could see that. People who are familiar, who aren't familiar with who who Leica like is, they're the company who did uh uh Coraline, Paranorman, box trolls. Kubo and the Two Strings, Kubo and the Two Strings, and most recently the Missing Link. Missing Link. We we haven't seen Missing Link yet. and They are working on another project. They are working on another project. It kind of looked to me like the, all those do all those movies do look different, but they have like a style that's like the Laika style. And I think this movie kind of looked like
1: I would want looked, if this if this was a movie done by Laika I'd watch the heck out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It kind of it kind of had that style yeah. and that that kind of it's it's kind of was like this kind of makes me feel like I'm
0: watching a Leica like movie. I wrote uh, some Saturday morning cartoon vibe. <laughs> it's oh, a little bit of that too. Like There's the... some um, definitely some adventure time in there. No, for sure. Yeah. And probably I mean I, we don't know Steven Universe. There's probably some Steven Universe in there with these I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know about that show, but I know it's often compared to Adventure so, Time.
1: Yeah. So we've talked about a couple of things. Do you want to hop into the story a little bit and get into some of the game mechanics about the the biggest game mechanic, really? That's fine. Um, so you you play as two... Because the story itself... You play as one for a long time. ...is relatively sad and dark, actually. you You play as two runaway kids. And kids... I mean kids. They're 10 or under, probably. Mm-hmm. Right at... And your main character you play as most of the game through because you just said you don't get your second character until maybe about a quarter of the way in, maybe a little bit, maybe further. Like it was wild.
0: It seemed far enough through the game that it, was, it seemed strange to get another playable character.
1: Yeah. But you, your two, two playable characters are Wake and Kirby. You have plans to meet in, in the woods, but as Wake goes to the woods after, you you know, because you. The, you your whole intro to how like, the game works like gathering up equipment and stuff is him gathering up everything he needs in his bedroom and kitchen before he leaves a note for his dad and, and runs away and that gives you like the search mechanic the pickup mechanic how to use his particular tool which is the the suckbuster, the vacuum or whatever it's called the vacuum buster
0: i forget what it's called it's just a vacuum cleaner. Yeah.
1: They let you like you know suck in suck enemies and not enemies but um like items and stuff to you, mm-hmm. and then as you're in the woods you you end up lost your map, you your map is inefficient for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, it's like a hand drawn. His own little hand drawn map of the woods that just apparently is not as good as he thought it was.
1: And you get lost and you can't find anything. But getting lost in the woods is the only way to make it into the Deep Woods, which is something you're being called to, whether you know it or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind of where the game really picks up and you're introduced to the Deep Wood and uh what's that character's name? Greycoat. Greycoat, yeah. Is it Greycoat or Big Coat? I think it's Greycoat. Greycoat, yeah. Now you'll you understand a lot you you meet a pretty colorful cast of characters.
0: Yeah, which would be drastically served by a host of voice actors, which this game does not have.
1: Alas, no, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Which it would it would severely improve the experience for sure, having because these are some wackadoo characters. Yeah, for sure. And they all have because of what's happening to them, and the and how the story goes. As you're coming in, they're a beat and wore down kind of broken order of guardians called the, the green shields and they're guardians of the deep wood.
0: Yeah. And the bad stuff is eats their, the bad enemies, but eat their memories. So yeah. they all that's why they all, all have got, they don't, none of them remember their original names. So when they're found or recruited, they, they found, I guess that those, most of them are found throughout the woods and well, they've saved. been there,
1: but you are bringing them back to, t- uh, to, to your hub base. I'm they, saying but when
0: they, then none of them remember who they used to be. Not really. And so they all have been renamed themselves with like maybe things they like or just names they end up with. It's
1: because there's like there's someone called like
0: it was paper airplanes which I liked him because he he was nonverbal. He, was non- he wrote everything on a <laughs> he wrote he scribbled real fast on paper. I he will was, speak when explain. you first were meeting him. He's throwing the notes with s paper airplanes. I like paper airplanes. There's gray coat of course. There's can
1: dance and can't dance the twins. The twins yeah. who argue about dancing. Pretty much. And then there's... a as I said earlier when I was talking about the field guide update. Is part of your collectibles in the game are these cats. And the character's name is Cat Litter. <laughs> it's a double entendre, I guess, for cats or in litters. But there's also kitty litter. Yeah. And then there's... Uh, who's the
0: fighting lady? Toothpicks? Toothpicks. She's really cool. I like toothpicks. Yeah. She's like the one person that like goes out and like fights the, uh, the... I forget what the monsters are called, but she goes out at nighttime and she actually...
1: Everybody else runs and is scared of these things. She goes out and actually fights the... But the more she fights, the the more damage she... Gets. She's the one who's the most damaged when you find... She's the last bird you find, and she has the hardest memory problems. Yeah. Because she's been fighting.
0: Yeah. Who's the, the shopkeep up top? Oh... Uh, crow's nest crow's
1: Sorry. nest I mean, it's not, it was crow's nest yeah is that everybody I think so I feel like we're forgetting somebody well, Could you have the? well and gray coat of course say gray coat you have gray coat oh uh uh scrap head
0: oh scrap heap
1: yeah scrap heap
0: my yeah bad. obviously the guy you got a scrap from who's the uh this, this paper airplanes is he the map guy He's the yeah the map guy. Map map for. For, okay, he gives you like extra maps. He, well, you already you have a map already in the game, but he uh he set, when you go to an area he sells you like the uh, information that tells you where all like the collectibles and all the secrets and, and, the secrets and yeah. stuff you but are. But you have so, to have visited the area that's in your little. But all of them gather in the little green shields, little hub in the center, like dead. It's kind of it's in the dead center of the map, and you kind of run out
1: from the dead center of the map and go explore the world. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, there's nothing I love more and I, I don't know why I love it so much. It's very it reminds me of Suiko and it reminds me of like Yeeze Eight. Which is building a township or a castle, like over and recruiting people yeah. and building I mean, up your There's
0: not much of that in this, but you do have to go collect like everybody has like a part like their their like main part of their their building. Like you gotta go get like a a part of a building before scrap people start giving you stuff. You gotta go get this Everybody has a piece of something you got. You got to go grab to bring back for you can start doing those particular upgrades or buying anything. It's like it's like six things
1: to go. It's collect. very light, but I do enjoy. It. I mean, for the, for a game of this length, it's I, I I like building a township. I like building up and seeing it grow and having people like, oh, I wish I had this, and you get it, and you're like, do 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 do, I have a new function. We can now do this, do this thing. Yeah. It's I yeah. like it.
0: Uh, I forget the guy's name, but one of my notes is the enemy has stolen the body of one of their friends. Oh, that's in one of my notes. It's very, very creepy. It's very way, dark, and the way he talks, and the way the way they talk about him is really sad. And the way he, when you talked, when you meet him and talk to him, it's it's fairly creepy. I don't know how, remember how they explain. Maybe he was out too long or got got, he, well, got ganged what up by, it too, is, by too many monsters. But the, they literally uh, have you, puppeting his body to taunt.
1: All his friends, because it's uh, well the the main evil is called the Never, and he comes up with a plan that he thinks will help defeat the Never. He goes there, and he's he himself isn't seen again, but the Never having used his body because it can't stand the daylight. It Mm -hmm. daylight hurts it. Uses his body to stay in the daylight, and so he can walk around in daylight inside his skin. And you're like, that's surprisingly yeah. dark and creepy for what is yeah. a, a lot of the, a lot of a lot of aspects of this game are fairly creepy for what
0: visually kind of looks like a children's thing but again that leans toward the like because a lot of laika movies have a like this is a children's movie sort of but you like Coraline's very creepy, very creepy. uh paranormal Paranorman's very creepy now box trolls and what's it called well, Kubo, Kubo's, Kubo's a little li- a little lighter. Kubo has some dark stuff, but then then Missing Link looks looks really light. Yeah, we'll see. I do. I, I not know why I haven't watched. Got around a while. I just kind of forget about it. Yeah, I, I, it looks I, like the. I, least, I mean, honestly, we're, we're not, this isn't a like a podcast, but it looks like the least interesting. But the same aesthetic though, like things that look like they're for children and then it's really really dark. This game has a lot of that stuff kind of going throughout. Especially when especially you get more and more of the of the lore. And stuff like that throughout the game, and talk to these people and see how messed up these people kind of are from their loss of memories and other things they've dealt with did you remember that guy's name uh God. I can't remember his name when they took his body but uh it's
1: not it's not that important but he's a he's a he's a dear friend obviously uh i am I'm i am literally just warden no. I'm scrolling through the achievements, but his name isn't mentioned. Okay, won't be in the name won't be in the achievements. Um.
0: I guess we get to like the uh, obvious the the main aspect of the of the gameplay for this, besides the what you use to solve puzzles and, and fight because Wake Wake can't fight, but uh, is you get these things we'll called we'll call spiritlings, uh, like uh, spritelings, spritelings, I guess, and uh, this is um. I don't know if you rip thing, rip, rip, call it a rip-off, it really is what it is. Is uh, the, All the sprightly mechanic is a direct rip-off of uh, Pikmin. Is there, it's basically yeah. what this is. This game is the actual this actual game when you're... The aesthetic and graphics aside, a lot of what you're doing in this game is almost... I mean, it is exactly Pikmin. They do all the things Pikmin do. They fight for you. They grab things. They carry things. They You have different color ones that can go different places and do different things. I mean, it's really... I mean, it's, that's all, it's, it's, it's Pik- Pik- Pikmin. Pikmin. <laughs> I mean, it's like a sort of a 2D aesthetic. Pikmin, you can travel on a 3D plane, but you're kind of like 2D graphics. So Pikmin's more of a 3D
1: game. Mm-hmm. 3D graphics, I mean. Yeah, because uh, I'll kind of give a quick rundown of each one, and they kind of their name kind of says it all. Yeah. You have Twiglings, which are your main fighters, and they're just kind of the standard Well, oh, they're one. not fighters. Even the red ones fight better than they do. True. They're just the defaults. Basically. They're just the default. They're strength in numbers, basically. And then you have your Emberlings, which are your fire ones, used to like, they can create fires or absorb fire to help put out certain fires, or even pick up some of the things you have to pick up, or like scolding hot pieces of metal, and they'll take them back to base or move them as the puzzle pieces required. Yeah. Then you have uh, Shiverlings, and they are the ice-based ones. They, some of the ice pirates were like creating ice copies of themselves. So, we got to talk about the ice copies for a second. That was,
0: those things are treated dirty. The ice copies, you just like make the copies of the, so you are you don't even use your actual, well you use them for other stuff but you can throw your, so like Wake and Kirby will be separated and she'll be at a, at a different spot in these, these little towers and you throw your shiverlings Chiverling. shiverlings through these towers. Instead of throwing them to her, you throw them through this little magic tower and the tower by her spawns these copies but the copies aren't real and they're kind of like he just kind of uses them and then you just leave them to die or you walk through these little these little magic walls that just like slaughter them all oh there's just there's just no no care for these uh clone clone
1: well they don't even have a very long life expectancy anyway because if you don't use them right away they 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 start disappearing do they I mean, it's, it's longer than you think it is, but they will just start just popping. Just, it's just popping. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well,
0: I, I just thought it was kind of, kind of, of all the things, it was kind of like the main one, he's making these copies, use them, abuse them, and toss them. I guess you kind of technically do that to, to the other ones. Like, he, they, I think, uh, Greycoat explains that the spiritlings never, the regular spiritlings, spritelings, never. All the ones they don't never really die. Their spirit just goes back to the forest, and then you use your usual little blue stuff, yeah, and summon them back out of the stump. So he's like he tries to exp- tries to be the nice way of explaining that, that when when you watch them get slaughtered and killed by a monster, they don't really die. They
1: just go back to the forest, and you <laughs> call them back. They do go out of their way. There's a whole cutscene that happens after your first fight, with one of them dies, and your main character wake uh, on. You have these commu- communication stones, call stones. And he calls Greycoat he's like, oh, my God, I'm a monster. I'm an absolute monster, Greycoat. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I killed them. You didn't tell me these guys could die. He's like, die? No, 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 no. And he he, he kind of just whitewashes it and gives you, like, they don't really die. They're just, their spirit leaves their physical body and gets preserved back into the forest. And you just have to plant a seed uh, and grow another one. And we've heard of
0: Greycoat ends most of his sentences with words probably yeah, probably yeah, that, that, that we'll see. <laughs> so he'll see, he'll see, he'll see he'll give you kind of like a lore dump or something explaining something you know,
1: always ends every every explanation with the word Comma. probably probably <laughs> or dot 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 probably yeah because he again his memory is failing him he's been in this battle for a while but that's always that's just my mouth might just be how he talks yeah was, I, thought, I, I thought that was his kind little, of little quirk
0: his, his little quirk yeah yeah, but anyway, I, uh, yeah, I said the little frosty ones. I thought that was, I want to mention that was extra, extra mean of the copies. I mean, you do kill the, the other ones all the time, probably. They, they were it's, done especially dirty. Especially these. Like, it just seemed like an extra layer of just like, man, we have to really just sacrifice these things for a small goal. Like, they're like brought to life. And they, they walk around and act like little creatures. Like, they're little, little alive creatures. And you just murder them and move on with your life. And neither, neither character talks about the. Other
1: than that one time, they're like, meh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, it was rough. You, uh, I got two more here. You have the barblings. Which yeah, I didn't care for
0: those. I didn't care for the last two, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, it really they the the barblings are. They're just they have like little thorns and little as you can tell sparks. Sparks. Yeah, they do damage when you
0: throw them because you can throw your. Spritelings, Sprite Spritelings or spirit? It's Spritelings. Spritelings. It has an E at the end. It's Sprite. Not spritelings. And you can throw them at enemies and do damage. You can throw them at objects. They can break these heavier crystals. And then they can throw them at these uh, like pulley systems. Like there's a barrel on one side and there's like something heavy on the other side. You throw a bunch at the barrel and they'll stick to the barrel and they'll weigh it. They'll pull the barrel down to lift a to lift, to lift on somewhere else. Basically, they're more puzzle solving. I, I, maybe they do more damage than regular... The, the game tells you... like they, well,
1: they, do, they do reflect damage. You hit them... They, or something,
0: but they do. The game tells you that Emberlings have higher attack power than the regular... Than everything else. The right? regular Lings. So like, I, I don't know if it tells you if the Barbs do better in combat or not. But. It
1: says that they, they reflect damage. Yeah. And the last one you get, uh, they're called the Lunalings. And they're literally no different than the Twiglings... Except for at night time, their strength is doubled. Yeah. Which hey, you can't used, it's really used move,
0: It's used to move uh certain rocks. Aren't they immune to the little shadow guys too? Are they immune to the shadow guys?
1: No, nothing's immune to the shadow guys, but they can uh nothing. they can purge the 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 like the nothing aura by uh, reinvigorating those glowstones. Yeah. That's what it was. So you use them for the occasional post. I don't know
0: if they're, like, super strong in combat, but I know that there's just, like, a rock that takes 50. It's like this rock needs 50 people to move it, you just take, like, half that many, and it'll... I think they're tri- triple strength, actually. Are they triple strength? You, know, you just be. multiply them by the they double or triple their power at nighttime. You can move bigger these bigger rocks. It's really all
1: it's really for. Yeah, it just seems kind of... Uh... I didn't much. I, I like you said. I really didn't care for the yeah. last two, but I guess they just wanted to. Well, the first,
0: some. like at first, you got like a new, kind of a neutral plant one, then then you have two elements, and then you just kind of. Jump off that? You think there would be? Maybe like an electric one or an something. And electric? But I guess there's not much electric electric stuff yeah, in, the in the forest. The woods, yeah. Well, they have the well. The, your home base has lights, and you see lights. and just torches and stuff, though. Is it torches? Torches and candles. I don't think there's actually any electricity. Nothing electric. So I guess electric wouldn't do it. I mean, maybe that's why they kind of ran into a wall. Maybe. And you could do water ones, but you had the ice one. But ice water on already.
1: It? There's not much. You don't really deal with water too much. I guess three didn't seem like enough, but they're like we got to. I add think some. three
0: would have been plenty, if I'm being honest. And the other ones didn't didn't do enough to like the
1: lunalings definitely but the barbed ones, I'm like ah I don't know the last two were pretty, like you said for me they're, they're they're kind of weak sauce yeah and one of the other things that I really didn't enjoy too much were uh you go because each when you finally get access to like a, an area where you're going to get a new spriteling it is littered. With all the different puzzles and ways to use them, and you're like, okay, cool. But then when you're done with that area, you kind of never really have to use them again, except for for gathering. Well, well, yeah. Well, it tries to use them throughout. I mean, this game has a bit
0: of a Metroidvania thing going on. You that, go, yeah. come back, you'll walk by the like. I can't clearly. I can't do that yet. I need something else. Oh, you, know, you, you, you get a little hints of like, oh, I need a different sprightling to do that. I'll come back but here it's later.
1: also a lot of, it, t- it seems to be a lot of optional area. Like, if you're not trying to get the one oh, game. Oh, ma- man, parts of this game are optional. Yeah, yeah. huge holes, yeah. You can run through the main
0: store, yeah, and not do it, not do everything, for sure. I mean, nothing, I don't even, I wonder how much stuff you can just skip if you play straight through, because there's, like, there's not required, you're not, you're not even required to build the town back. That's not required. There's nobody telling you to build the town back together. No. Nobody no, nobody does that. You could just run from a jet to a You'll miss out on a lot of the game and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think uh, cause we, we, we used a, a guide for this. to actually, You tried without a guide at first, I think. Or you played most of the game without a guide. I followed the guide to kind of expedite this experience because of its open nature. And I kind of didn't like the way I wanted it to, like, uh, like, cover all my objectives as I'm running through an area. But he did, like, kind of, like, run through the game and kind of did things. And then after you beat the game, there was a cleanup. And I didn't like it like that because, like, when you do the cleanup on the final bunch of cleanup, you unlock things that you could have been used in the game.
1: It, especially during the final bot. Yeah, it, it wasn't the greatest guide. Yeah. That's why I stopped. Because I would literally just, I, would, I had the guide, and I would scroll down until it had an achievement to make sure I got the achievement. Yeah,
0: there's one, one missable achievement in the whole game. Everything else you can get. There's a collectible that's only available in the... right right at the end of the game. Yeah, if, you like miss, in... if you miss that one collectible, what's the di- those diary pages? If mm-hmm. you miss that page right right at the end of the game, you can't get back into that area even because because when you beat the game, you can run around still. Yeah, because there's no nighttime. No, sorry, spoiler there's no nighttime anymore once you beat the
1: well. There is, but the
0: the the nothing you... isn't bothering you no more. Yeah. It's, well, I don't want to say too much about that, but but you're kind of you're not you're not scared of night no more. But uh, but you can't go back to where you fought the last boss, so that page it's,
1: is is missable. And it's, it's in like the hallway that leads to the final conflict, and yeah. yeah, you just can't even go back down there.
0: Other than that, you can get all the achievements. We did. I did. We both got the one K. I got it in twelve hours. What is happening? I have twenty three hours. Twelve hours. What is happening? You sleep, you fall. You fall asleep a lot when you play games at nighttime. How is it always double what you do though? I don't understand. I don't know, man. I, I game hard and game fast. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't your know. Your times, your times
1: aren't your times. Ain't ever gonna be accurate. Yeah, because I, I this game also you can't you couldn't pause. Yeah.
0: Most games you can't pause. You should try yeah. the guiding out. Yeah, I know. We're just guiding. Yeah. Hit the guide. Guide will freeze a lot of games. It's not a lot, not all, but it it'll, will it'll, it'll freeze some games. I need to try it more often. Yeah, the game's definitely more on the 12-hour range because when you look at the, because TA shows completion times. It's 50, like, it says 15 to 20. Really? Well, that seems high.
1: 15 to 20 hours is what it is. Yeah. What it says. I was like, 23 hours? I'm okay with that. But, I don't know. I suck at games, I guess.
0: No, I ain't, ain't no better I did, did it faster. I also followed the guide. Or I follow a guide usually. I yeah, I, I didn't follow a guide sure. for a long we time. you were wandering around trying to solve because these puzzles, man. Some of these puzzles are. We you didn't talk about we start. You start. You, you, you get your second character. Okay, so you can carry around. You wake know, can carry around so many. You, you get a limited number of people you can carry. At you most, up, you I think it's it.
1: Fifty or sixty at most. I
0: don't remember, but you upgrade it throughout, and then eventually wake. Runs the fine Kirby. She's been one around the woods lost too. Why she didn't find you sooner, I don't know. But then you could split, you could separate them and then split the sprites, sprite leaves between them. And that adds a whole nother layer of... Yeah. Comp, I think, I don't know, extreme, I think extremely complicated puzzles. I like guess you feel a lot of, a lot of girls It like just gets They're to really like... Ter- once you understand, she, yeah, she has man. to have a certain, she'll have to need a certain type sometime, but then she'll also need a certain number. I just can't imagine... Doing some of these puzzles where if I didn't know how many to, how many to give to her, I would have, you would be going back and forth more than I did, just trying to make sure she had the right number when she ran off in a place or had the right ones with her. Yeah, you know the, the, the amount of back, running back and forth between the two characters, I would have I would have found extremely annoying.
1: I tried to make sure I had a an even number of everything. I had like what ten or fifteen, or I think you had all the. it was like thirteen of every every Sprite that running around with me was the number I had. And yeah. it seemed to work out for the most. Part. Yeah. There's a
0: couple of times that the guy would be like, Hey, you need, you need like 25 of this particular one of this particular one. Yeah. yeah so bring this one with you and then everything else could be whatever.
1: I don't, I don't, really, I don't want to talk about the puzzles really. Cause I, you yeah. know, we don't like puzzles. It's just, it's what you think. There's fire. Oh, I need fire ones. Oh, there's this huge item out in a fire pit. Let me use the fire ones. oh, this thing's covered in crystal. Let me take the barbed ones and throw it at it until it shatters the crystal. Or and puzzles were both over complicated stuff than that. There's they were both overwhelming and underwhelming at the same time. Some of them were. It's the best way for me to describe it. Mm-hmm. Now, other than the puzzles being a little weak sauce, I did enjoy everything about the game. Uh like you said earlier, you can't combat, so you have to throw your spritelings into combat. Uh, I felt that the creature designs were all. I mean, some of them are you know copy paste. You got to do the asset you know different with poison ones, lightning ones, water ones, fire ones. Mm-hmm. There's a you fight this giant frog. And there's a regular frog, and an ice frog, and a fire frog, and there's a
0: regular slime, a fire slime, an ice slime, and just and you got in your your particular element does survives better. Now, some of those ones are kind of. of I will even survive better. It seems like if you're fighting a fire thing and you, th- you do something not fired, it will just die instantly. Or if you're something, something was ice based and you threw something it, not ice, spritely it out, just, frozen. just frozen It's frozen, then you didn't get to fight. So it, it's got kind of. I guess if you're running through like you said with, with the split numbers, like you, how you how you think to play, you run it. You run into an el- elemental fight, and there'll be sometimes there'll be two or three in a fight. And you're like, well, I only have ten. I have a fit. I've carrying. I, it happened. Forty or fifty spritelets, but only I only have ten of this element. And At least ten got to go out weight. there. What? I, I just sort of chuck. I, start, I I throw the element first, and then I mean, I kill. I, I, I kill hundreds of spritelets probably. I, chuck, I start chucking everything. Oh, yeah. So it's like somebody's bound to get somebody's bound to survive though. and make it through. And usually by the end, you've lost half your freaking people because you don't have the right element with you. So that, yeah. And the, I don't think this game needed. Needed combat, not necessarily. I know they've got to have bad guys and stuff like that. Maybe you just needed less
1: combat. I don't know. I mean,
0: at the end of the game, the last boss is a big
1: old fight. I kind of would have preferred that, especially because as you're, well, I guess you're kind of in a losing battle. You're not really making progress. So it makes sense that the enemy hordes are constantly getting closer to your home base. But I kind of really wish that, like, you killed this enemy. And it was gone. It stayed gone, but it didn't always happen.
0: Well, the things you're fighting because you don't, you can't fight the never. You run from it. Like if you're at nighttime and it, it appears, you can only run. Yeah, I didn't. The idea of them was scary, but when you see the actual little creatures, they're not that scary. Like 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 the nighttime comes until the clock ticks and the music changes. It gets really, really kind of scary and creepy. Like it really gives a good vibe, and then you see them kind of coming after you. They're just like oh, this isn't that you know that, that, that when they get close to you, they start murdering your sprite and oh, they and yeah. they and, and they hurt you pretty bad when they touch you. All they really do is touch you and stuff like that. But like their design is that, something that's scary as it should be in the game. Their design just wasn't very it's like a silhouette with a, like a cyclops silhouette, yeah. It wasn't very, it wasn't very mm-hmm. scary. So I, I kind of didn't like those, but like everything else, like you said, all the other combat is. Forest creatures, not mainly. Like it's a lot of frogs and it was really frogs, slimes, and the mayflies. You said. Anything else you fight? Those, are, those were just like forest well, slimes, aren't like really oh, creatures. Oh,
1: those cool uh, mimic beetles that were.
0: Oh yeah, they're, those they're are beetles. It's... So there'll be a uh, oh. like a a bush. There's mul- mul- multiple like a bush that's like wiggling. You run up to the bush and it pops out of the ground. It's actually a a beetle with a bush on its
1: back. And there's like a treasure chest one. There's one for each element too that would pop up and have a a wave of ice or a wave of fire yeah. and stuff like that. But those ones you could, those ones weren't like the slimes that were element based. You could just throw, throw 50, you know, twigglings at it to murder it.
0: Yeah. Those beetles. So this is like, aside from the slime, it's mostly just regular forest creatures. They're not, they're not like being, uh, they're not being controlled by the never. They're just.
1: Well, they've been, the, the forest has been corrupted by the never as it's been becoming more and I guess, more free. but the enemies don't seem like they're corrupted though. They're, they're, they're just saying like they're just, Animals or monsters
0: that just attack things that get close to them. There's some bees too. Bees.
1: I... Mm. Oh, be. Oh, speaking of a a monster that and a unique character that uh that uh collector dragon on the beach. And that was pretty
0: cool. The he was controlling the weather.
1: Yeah, that was. A, he was really cool. I liked. Him. I don't want to spoil that for people. That guy. I forget his name, but. He was a unique... Yeah, you go to a cool. place
0: that's kind of flooded and it's raining constantly and you meet this dragon creature that's upset because it ate something that's hurting its belly, so it's it's uh, so it's it's so upset, so it's making it rain and it's flooding a place that you need to get to. It's kind of cool. He was pretty cool. And you have to help it
1: throw up. <laughs> yeah, you have to find a way to make it throw up. To yeah, st- so, it'll stop, so it'll help its belly so it can I, That work. was probably one. It was an NPC that was... Pretty uh, cool. it was neutral partied really he, yeah. he didn't join your camp but he had a whole little area that yeah so
0: there's that one oh, you see the other neutral thing there's this that thing that gives you the lunalings oh yeah the a banjo is it a piano guitar you got you know you bit the pieces and he fix it's a little it's a kind of banjo or a guitar I think
1: so it's three pieces I forget I think it's yeah the...
0: and it plays a, it plays the luna song and awakes the lunalings that guy was pretty cool yeah that was nice there's uh, that there's that thing uh, uh, hiding in the trash can in the north part of the map
1: Hiding in the trash can.
0: Yeah, you got to do it because you got to buy a thing from it. You got to buy a one of the uh, upgrade items from him. You only really only oh, really, yeah, really, yeah. really, really, really talk to him one time to buy that items from, him. you you don't have to go to him, go to him ever again.
1: But you you can trade him rub it cause you, you you give him trash and he gives you items. But he
0: really yeah. the really only thing you want is an upgrade item he has. And you don't you don't really have to ever ever talk yeah. to so him. There's ever again. a couple of neutral party. Yeah, creatures are just old things that are in but the But they force. want
1: to help you because they don't like what's happening. So. Well,
0: the dragon didn't necessarily want to help you. She kind of wanted to eat he, she, it. really, really wanted to eat
1: you. But its stomach was too upset. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, the game has a fantastic aesthetic and yeah, vibe. And
0: vibe, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the way it, the way it looked. I didn't necessarily enjoy the gameplay and stuff like that, but I did enjoy uh seeing the world and seeing different different creatures and it felt, talking to the people about their about the world how things were how things were going it did feel good yeah
1: and do you have anything you want to
0: add I want to add your shirt cause you're actually wearing a blockbuster shirt uh sometimes when you sleep at night you get these you get you get weird dreams uh wake dreams about his dad Little bit. Yeah, you get some. You kind out his like his mom had had died, and then your dad just kind of sits in front of a TV and drinks all the time. Apparently, yeah. kind of not necessary. Didn't need the this little fantasy game. I didn't need the oh he's got a drunk dad sitting
1: at home plot line. Well, the funny thing is, uh, slight spoiler alert. It's not like his dad beat him or anything while he's he was drunk. He just sat there drunk. depressed and drinking. No TV. Yeah, that's but.
0: You, he has those dreams, and you have other dreams. When when you get with uh, Kirby, Kirby, you start having you get some flashbacks with them. But
1: it depends on which one you're playing as when you go to sleep. To you get different, different stuff.
0: But one of their flashbacks, and you see they're playing video games, and you see uh, Blockbuster cases lying all over the all over the floor. And i were you're, you're actually ironically yeah. wearing a Blockbuster shirt right now. An it's on a Blockbuster case. Also, I was like, I was like, what, surely, I don't think Deviant. I you didn't see it. I kind of did. I think yeah. I told you about it later. I was yeah. like, did you, like, you see the blockbuster cases on the, in, the, in the flashback? I don't I don't think you got a chance to. I don't know if you actually saw that. You even saw that flashback.
1: Because I'm not wearing this to be hipster or be retro. I'm an OG that used to work at a blockbuster. Worked at one for like three years. So, Those were good days.
0: Yeah. Free movies and games. All we wanted. hmm uh, Yeah, that's, that's my last note. I, I, I want to mention that Nareem had the, had the blockbuster pile of blockbuster. They are playing video games and
1: and there's, like I it, it is a cool story. It'd make a fantastic... It'd be a cool movie. Movie yeah. or... Or a, or a, like show, a like, show. You know, yeah. a little cartoon. Yeah. I don't know
0: how... I don't know where I can. I don't know where, I don't know where Laika, If I don't know if Laika does original stories or they do books or how how they get their plot lines, but I wish they would... It'd be a really cool Laika movie. Well,
1: Coraline's a Neil Gaiman Oh, book.
0: obviously. Oh, duh. Coraline's
1: Shadow Neil Gaiman and I think...
0: Kubo, I think Kubo Kubo's
1: some... uh, inspired from a story from an actual Japanese mythology story. Yeah. And the other ones, I think Box Trolls might be a book too, but the other two might be original. Okay, so everything that gets from books. I think they get I think I actually I think Paranormal is a book too. I think it's all all Every every movie is a book. Yeah. There's no original ideas anymore. There's just slight twists on old ideas.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have really enjoyed it uh quite a bit. Uh it was it was on Game Pass. It's not anymore, unfortunately. That's how we only time we ever really play anything, like that. I'm trying to look up the price. Real fast, the Wild at Heart. Get, oof, oof. How about that? That's rough. Normally it goes for twenty
1: four ninety nine. Oh, that's a little much. Well, it's a lot of game there. I guess
0: it's a lot of game for twenty twenty five dollars for twelve hours. I'd same. say
1: nineteen ninety nine. I I do twenty bucks. Yeah. But, I don't know for that five dollar mark. The twenty five dollar just seems a little steep. 25 is way too high.
0: Man, granted you want to support a developer spend the full money? We don't pay full money for anything. Let's say 15 to 20 hours. Huh. Yeah. I wouldn't, I hate saying, don't, don't you support a developer, pay the full price if you want to, but we played it on Game Pass I'm Sure, they got, got a good yeah, cut. They got their, a lot of notice from Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know if it launched on Game Pass or not, but. I don't know. But, uh, we really, I actually really enjoyed it. I kind of think it
1: the more I talked about it, I was like, I actually enjoyed quite, yeah. you know. I,
0: when I was playing it, I was like, it's kind of overstaying its welcome a bit. Like it does oh, yeah. 12 That's hours or 20 whatever hours. you it's definitely was wait for it to be done. Way, way too long. Yeah, the back end of the game definitely way too long. But it's definitely worth uh, seeing and experiencing I think if you like that kind of thing. That's all I got. You know, now to will let Blake do the last thing here which is sell you on a movie without spoiling it. Again, if you want to hear Blake and me slightly talk about movies with full spoilers on a much longer format. You can always look up action, the movie podcast, which comes out opposite this one. Usually when we have time to record.
1: All right. So the movie I'll be trying to sell you on today is called rent a pal. And it came out, unfortunately it came out, uh, September 11th, 2020, (laughs) It's uh, unfortunate when it originally came out. And it was a, a, a what is it, IFC Midnight. And then it got bought up by, I forget who the distributor was, but it got bought up and uh, put it on us. Uh, you know, we saw it on Hulu. I believe it was streaming on Hulu when we watched it. Right? Yeah. Now, uh, it's uh, written and directed by a, not a, well, this is his first feature length. He's written some shorts and stuff, but he, uh, the writer director, is a gentleman named John Stevenson. Now he himself is more of a cinematographer. It's mostly what he does: camera work and cinematography. Uh, some of his claims claims to fame are the documentary uh, "Being Evil" about Evil Can He did a lot of the camera work for that, and then something called "The Triangle," which seems to be. Uh, a sci-fi and it's a semi- sci-fi thriller about the triangle which is this modern day tech that's kind of like the circle or Google mm. where it's a conglomerate but there's this huge thing that controls every aspect of your life but we don't know where it came from who created it or what it is it seemed kind of interesting creepy and then his bigger one two these are two of his much bigger ones one is called uh hoax and it's about these group of people that go on a bigfoot hunt and by the end of the movie, like you're not sure if, like they, like, was it real? Was it fake? Did they and they used it to like gain some notoriety and stuff? Like it's it's a movie, not a documentary. It's an actual movie, movie called The Hoax. But I think his his first big one was called Eat in 2014. Was the first thing he cinematographed for, uh, and I'm actually curious about this one. It looks kind of fun. It's a it's about a girl who's an upcoming actress in Hollywood. She's now in like her mid thirties. She hasn't worked in the last three years and she has developed a relatively unique and disgusting habit of auto cannibalism.
0: Hmm. Eating herself.
1: Me eat parts, eating parts of herself or her flesh at least. And I'm curious about watching. It seems pretty messed up. That's something I'd be definitely interested in taking a whack at. Mm hmm. And so I'm going to move on to the two people who get the most face time in the movie for sure. We have a character David who's played by Brian Landis Falcons Folkins, And he again he's a kind of a new up and comer as well. He's been uh, but he himself is also more of like behind the scenes camera work. But one kind of cool thing is they must uh, they met on hoax. Because uh, this Brian Landis was actually the uh, production still. he t- the photographer. He took all the f- you know, f- photographs and stuff on set of hoax. And used all the pr- promotional art and stuff. Cool. He's also uh, responsible for a movie called Table 47. Which seemed to be like a, again, a, a thriller based inside a restaurant where you were served random food. Will it kill you? Will it not have fun? Yeah. <laughs> And then there he is in a movie called Bodies, uh, which is about these two dudes who steal an ambulance. And they go around picking up dead bodies and then selling their organs on the black market. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. And a random side note of his like miscellaneous uh, activities was he did mocap work for Life is Strange before the storm. Really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's a, random a random thing. He did mocap work. And then uh, he played Brian Landis Folksen plays uh, David. He was also a, a, a producer for Rent a Pal, and his ex- his the co-star pretty much I guess you would say a co-star uh, is Andy, who played by uh, Will Wheaton. He is uh, he was like she was a child actor in the early '80s, most known for Stand by Me. He did voice work in uh, Secret of Nim. Uh, Teen Titans, he was Aqualad. He's done a bunch of video games. Uh, one of them, in particular, being uh, Fallout New Vegas. He had two whole DLCs where he voiced the something called Robo Brain and Super Ego. He did two of the DLCs. If you're familiar with Ben 10 at all, he's the voice of Dark Star. Uh, see, he was he had a pretty long run in a TV show I've talked about actually, uh, Eureka. He was a reoccurring character over, the whole, the whole show was, uh, I think he had like 12 or 17 episodes, something like that. He was a good reoccurring character. Mm-hmm. He played like a bumbling assistant or something, but he was pretty fun. And then uh, a relatively popular podcast called Welcome to Night Vale. He's reprised a character once or twice. Yeah. Are you leaving out his biggest credit or are you building up to I'm it? I'm building up to it. I'm, okay. I'm just going to leave it out. i like, you're talking good. around the circle. like, you're
0: not like, like his biggest credit. I mean, you're just like, I was like, I'm, I
1: was like, are you leaving it out? Cause to be a dick or no, I mean, he was also in flubber. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty big one with Robin Williams back in the 1997, but his biggest claim to fame is I, I, I try to, cause everyone should know this. If you know who Will Wheaton is, is he does read a lot of audiobooks <laughs> primarily for his friend, uh, John Scalzi. But his biggest thing is from Star Trek. I believe it was Voyager. Don't get it wrong. I mean, we're not Star Trek fans. God, was it Voyager or Next Gen? I honestly cannot remember. But anyway, he, he plays. He, he plays Wesley Crusher. Yeah, and he plays that. It's, it's got to be Next, because it, it, was, it was with Patrick I, Stewart. I'm pretty sure it's Next Gen. Okay, I'm, like yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not
0: Star. We we're not. We kind of like Star Trek, but not really. We we watched a bit of like the original Star Trek, the TV show, the original series. We hadn't really. The intention was to like work our way up through the sh- work our way up through the whole franchise as a whole, but we kind of there's too much TV in the world. But uh, needless to say, we haven't seen the Star Trek that Will Wheaton was in. <sighs> but but it's his next biggest, gen.
1: Next gen. Yeah, oh, I was right. Whew. I was worried for a second, but yeah, next gen. And he has. He was that for the entirety of Next Generation. He's
0: Wesley Crusher.
1: No, it's... yeah, Wesley Crusher. Yeah, and he also goes on to reprise that role in several iterations, such as uh, Star Trek Nemesis, which is uh, one of the movies.
0: Yeah. And there's something happening like now that Star Trek put, Picard.
1: See, see if he'll come back and reprise he did it. reprise his role in Star Trek Picard. He did. Okay, as I think I'm sure he's a much elevated besides just ensign whatever it's a crusher <laughs> yeah i'm sure he's gone on but i, yeah, I just didn't want to like oh yes yeah, i just wanted to like everything he's done other stuff besides star trek he's done a lot of other stuff besides oh, yeah, star trek yeah we first we first saw him in uh, uh the guild yeah he played a a, a, a really mean person yeah, it's really <laughs> he was mean. Like he, really really mean for someone who's guild. so nice in real life he was a uh, well he seems nice but yeah. <laughs> he was a huge D-bag. Anyway, uh, th- those are the, your two leads that you'll be dealing with most of the movie. Yeah. So, the movie itself, and I'll get into that, and then we'll see if it piques your interest or not. The movie takes place in 1990. It's a period piece nowadays. Period piece. <laughs> and so, you follow David, who was played by Brian, Michael, or Brian Landis Falcons, who is a 40-year-old gentleman who lives at home and he has to take care of his mother who's suffering from dementia. And so in 1990 he was using a video dating service where you take like a 30 second that's like 30 to 60 second little cassette tape and it was put in and people watch the cassette tape and if they wanted to connect with you, then you were allowed to see their tape or something like that. It put all, I think it put most of the power in the, in the women's hands as opposed to the males. Nowadays, no more unsolicited penis pics. Anyway, um, he's been doing it. I think the movie picks up. He's been doing it for a couple of months to no avail. And he's really sad and kind of depressed and just on a whim for, as a joke. As he's leaving this video rental place, there's a video in, like, the, the bargain bin called Rentapal. pal And he was just like, yeah, whatever, I'll buy it. Just, he was already there. And it, he ends up going home watching it in a, apparently it's been a, it was a real bad day with his mom. Like, kind of attacked him and was calling him his dad's name and, like, beat him. And it was just a bad day for her dementia and him, and it was rough. So he went down to his room, which unfortunately is the basement. It's that kind of sadness. And it gets just starts drinking and puts this movie in and just starts laughing at it, making fun of it, and drinking. It's not a movie. It's a, well, it's a semi-interactive video. Not even interactive, but how, you, how do you describe the video?
0: Andy. We leave, Andy. Introduces himself like he wants to be your friend. And why this video was made, we don't know. But he talks and introduces himself and asks questions and like leaves a few seconds for you to respond. And then he responds like he, like it's pre-recorded, like or is it? I mean, it's it's that's the mystery of the movie. Sometimes the movie has a cool mystery. I was like, is the tape changing or is dude just losing his mind? Kind of stuff. Or because Andy. Gets jealous eventually, or like, it's, like it, gets, it gets it gets it gets really weird. But but the initial idea is just a tape where he talks, waits while you respond in in the video, and then responds like, "Oh, like how was your day? How was your day?" And you say something you're like, "Oh, that sounds like a great day." He responds like that, kind of
1: vaguely. Yeah, kind of like uh like a like a Nickelodeon cartoon, like a Dora or Blues Clues. There you go. Where he would be like, "Can you see anything?" And he yeah, would wait a moment and look. Like
0: that. But he asked, ask about your day, and that yeah. sounds cool.
1: It's kind of like that, that's the best way I would describe it. It's kind of like a children's video almost. Yeah. I don't think it's really meant for grown men with obvious emotional issues mm-hmm. and some stresses. Anyway, uh, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but as the as it goes on, he
0: watches and rewatches the video and rewinds. It gets the movie's really really sad like it's incredibly sad. sad like he will play and rewind and he learns the video so well that he can rewind and play the parts he wants to hear and have him he gets andy like responding
1: the way he wants to respond or asking the questions he wants to ask and when he's sad he wants his friend his pal his friend to be like how was your day bud and then he'll pause it and he'll just get everything off his chest and then hit play he goes oh man that sounds like it could have been better and he'll pause it again, and then he'll... It's, he's, so there's a mixture of
0: it's the ending of the movie, too. So yeah. initially, it's just the, clearly just a tape, okay? And by the end of the movie, it might still just be just a tape. I, I think I, it was just a tape. I think it's
1: just a tape. Yeah. Because the audio never actually changes, I don't think. Yeah.
0: But there's these, like, like edits. So eventually, I'll talk about Andy getting jealous, maybe. I don't Maybe it I don't never happened. he is. But editing of the movie, like... The movie, the movie itself, not the tape. Like so, eventually the guy gets a, a girlfriend, sort of. and She comes down there, and they're like, like sits on the remote and the place, the tape starts playing or the TV comes on. and It's paused, and it's like Andy staring at the TV, but he's like watching them like make out, and the camera like pans over to Andy's face and like zooms in. It kind of makes you think like Andy's watching, and Andy's getting mad that like it's it's like a weird camera thing they do, and you're like, I was like, is, we're like, we, we, we watch the movie, we're like, is he actually? Is that real? Is it real? Is he watching? Is this, not, this is not. This not. Not just a tape. Like I don't know. It's a. It's it's kind of it's kind of confusing when you're talking about it, but because there's some camera stuff that happens that makes it, it, it. The movie like leads you some like the movie. Movie's trying to. I'm just trying to trick you, but it's trying to get you involved and make you like think more about like.
1: Is it or isn't?
0: Is is, is or isn't the tape not just a regular like tape? Sentient maybe. Is the sentient tape or is it because it, I mean everything else in the world's normal, but I. I I think by the end, I think the main character is just... I think it's him. I think he's just sad and kind of losing his mind. He talks... He I mean, There's a montage just where he talks of this tape for months, to probably. The,
1: to the point, uh, I don't want to spoil it too bad, but there's a part in the tape where Andy plays a game of Goldfish. Go, or Go Fish, rather than Goldfish. Go Fish. And this guy is so, so deep in that he's rearranged it that... Whenever, like he plays the game out exactly how it's the he played it. He's like, do you have any twos? Oh, yeah, here. Oh man, it's 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 sad and weird, but it's it's a very good movie. The acting it gets, is it, on yeah, it point. Gets, it gets deep
0: and dark, and then you're just like, and I
1: really, it's not a movie. It's not a movie that you'll you'll have seen. It's not. It's something, it. it's something it. very. It's different, yeah, and I've never I liked
0: it. i seen anything like it. Yeah.
1: But it is it is it is a slow burn. It's like a it, but it's not very long. I think it's an hour forty five, hour yeah,
0: forty three. I said slow and sad I metal mean, I, like, I I I I like it. I like a sad movie, but very slow, very sad.
1: It is good. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked it quite a bit actually.
0: Yeah. Got yeah, anything else you want to say about it? No, I think I've honestly I think I've said it. a little
1: too much I in all honesty, good. unfortunately.
0: I'm glad to see people would watch this and say <clears throat> Let us know if you if you watch it, you know. Let us know if you think you think that's if he if he's just crazy or if there's something going on with that tape. I
1: don't think I have any. Well, do
0: you have a tagline?
1: I I, I have one. I just gotta find it. it again. So
0: while he looks up a tagline real fast, I'll say thanks everybody for listening to the podcast and all that fun stuff. Like like on the beginning, you can find us on all the social media stuff. Usually, the, the name of our podcast will just bring us up pretty much everywhere. Uh, or you can just open your show your show notes here on your phone. I'm sure you're listening to, and just scroll down and click on any of the links to find us in the online world. We do. I mean, we might start doing posts about uh, people writing in if they want to write in to say anything. We're trying to maybe try, maybe try to plan more ahead and announce the games a little ahead of time. I did I did on this one, but we didn't really get anything, which is fine. I always say people are somewhat nervous or scared to have their to write in and have their words and stuff read onto an online forum such as this. I don't know how much more I have to say before Blake finds a tagline for this movie. I've had, I, I just there thought you is. were talking. I didn't no. want to interrupt you. Just, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> that's all, that's yeah. all I got, so I'll let Blake end up with the tagline say, again, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week with a episode, which we have that game picked out too, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or games.
1: Okay, here's, a, <clears throat> here's the tagline for Rent-A-Pal. He talks to you. He listens to you. He understands you. Rent a bath. And I want to wish everybody a good evening and good night.